Gentlemen, my name is Chewy, and this is the 411 406. Uh, hope everybody is doing well. It has uh, it's been quite a while since I have come to you on my own. Uh, Pip and I, if you've been listening to the feed, Pip and I have gone through the last several episodes of the podcast here. Episodes, I believe it's maybe 47, 48, and 49 have been in-depth conversations about the Star Wars sequel trilogy. So we started out with um, the Force Awakens, and then we went into The Last Jedi, and we finished up that discussion with The Rise of Skywalker. Um, Those were absolutely amazing discussions I had so much fun really kind of diving in and talking in depth about those three movies. Uh, we, we, we really did have an awesome time. If you, if you are a Star Wars fan and, and you haven't listened to those yet, I would urge you to go back into the archives and, and take a peek at them because um, Pip and I had an awesome time doing that. And, uh, and it, th- those were some really, really fun discussions. Um, coming to you this evening just as a um, just as a as a solo act. Um, Pip and I are working towards finding a time when we can get together and record again. Um, it's probably it probably won't be next week. It will probably be the following week. But I wanted to uh, I wanted to kind of get on tonight and just kind of chat for a few minutes. Um, you know what we, this podcast started almost, well, over a year ago now. And if you recall, if if you go back to listen to some of those original episodes that was right at the beginning of the pandemic, it was, I mean, in the state of Ohio, I think at the time we had like, you know, 12 cases, 15, like total, um, so that, that just kind of goes to show you how far, how long ago that was. Um, I, I believe in in the um, at the highest. I believe the state of Ohio. We were up over ten thousand new cases a day of the coronavirus, and um, and it was you know I don't have to tell you what a shit show this last year and a half or two years has been, how scary it has been. Um, it, it's, it's just been kind of crazy. Um, for all of you out there that have, uh, that had the virus that, you know, got seriously sick, um, you know, that lost somebody, uh, you know, please, please know that, that I'm praying for you. Um, and, you know, and, and I'm, I'm glad to hear, I think we are kind of on the tail end of this, you know, the, the vaccines are available. I'm not going to get into kind of, you know, the, 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 the 
how these they've been so politicized and this entire virus and our response to it has been incredibly politicized masks whether you should wear them or not has been politicized um but again my, my point is that that we're kind of we're nearing the end hopefully knock on wood of of this pandemic um, if you're if you're like me your life has pretty much returned to normal or is or is getting there um i am in the process of returning to work full-time or, or, or close to full-time, my new normal is going to be uh, three days in the office and two from home. Um, I know that there are quite a few businesses out there um, where they can have made it so that their employees will be able to continue to work from home indefinitely. Um, I happen to work for a company that, that has really been pushing for us to get back into the office. And so that's, but, so they have made some pretty, pretty massive concessions, again, for our company uh, to allow us to, to be home three days a week and, and, and um, I'm sorry, in the office three days and then, and then home two days. I know, like I said, I know that there are some companies that have like sent people home literally forever and said, Hey, you're never coming back. And then I know on the other side of the spectrum, there have been people that have really, you know, really nothing changed. They have been in their office or in their, you know, doing their jobs at, at their work, at their workplace pretty much the entire time. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to just kind of chat for a few minutes about our personal, my personal coronavirus story, COVID story. Um, I, I did an episode and I, and I apologize. I don't, I don't have the, uh, the episode number in front of me but it was called something like COVID comes home sort of, or something to that effect. That was back in December of last year of December of 2020. Um, my son, my oldest son had had to quarantine at the time because he, he was playing basketball with uh, on his school basketball team and the, the kid that he was guarding tested positive after the game. And because of that, my son had to then end quarantine. He went, we got him tested. He was negative, blah, blah, blah. Didn't matter. Still had to quarantine. Well, fast forward several months. Um, again, I, I, I personally did not, I didn't want to get the, the, the vaccination um, for a variety of reasons. And again, I'm not really going to go into it. Um, you know, part of it was I, I, I wasn't quite sure and I'm still not, I wasn't quite sure that they, that they were safe. Um, you know, in terms of the long term, you know, you know, we don't know what, what long term ramifications are going to be and those kind of things. Um, but my wife and I talked about it and we, and we talked long and hard about it. We decided that, that we ultimately were going to get vaccinated. And so we did. Um, I chose to get vaccinated um, with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. It, uh, I, I ultimately chose that because I wanted to be, be one and done one shot and be done and be vaccinated. My wife uh, went and, and she chose to get Pfizer. And so then she had to go back after two or three weeks and, and get, and get another shot. Um, personally, I, I felt very few side effects from from getting the vaccine, my arm really hurt, but, uh, and it, and it, and it hurt what I would say 
worse than a traditional or a, you know other vaccines that I've had in my in my life. It hurt worse than that. Now I don't know if that was has something to do with the vaccine itself. I don't know if that was the the person that gave me the vaccine just wasn't very good at giving vaccines. I don't know. I can't. I can't. You know. But it, it did hurt. But I didn't. You know. I didn't get sick. I didn't, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't lose a day. I didn't, you know, have, I didn't develop COVID like symptoms, like, like so many people did. Um, my wife didn't have any symptoms really with either of her shots. Again, she had to go back for a second dose two or three weeks later to become fully vaccinated. So again, you know, I, um, I didn't particularly want to, but I, but I felt, uh, that I was doing the, the quote, right thing, the adult thing. I mean, you know, and again, I, I'm not judging anybody who's chosen not to get vaccinated. That's, that's your choice. You make your decision, you know, you, you do you. Um, so I, I again, I, I, I say all of that just to say, so I, um, I got vaccinated and, and really it was a vaccine that I didn't particularly want to get. And then I ended up testing positive for COVID. Anyhow, um, not only me, but my three boys also tested positive for COVID. Um, my wife, ironically enough, did not. She tested negative. So th- this, this, is, this is all a, a several months ago at this point. We are all doing fine. Um, we, we, luckily, we, you know, we had relatively mild symptoms, all of us, or, or no symptoms. My oldest son um, lost his sense of smell for a couple of days. And I remember he came to me and he said, Dad, I can't smell anything. And, I, and my immediate response to him was, oh, well, can you taste? And he said, yeah. And I didn't, even, I didn't think anything else of it. And the reason I didn't was because I have had seasonal allergies for the last, I mean, since I'm 10 years old. And so, like, every spring... I can't smell anything. I'm just kind of a wreck. Um, and, and he has developed, you know, those same seasonal allergies. He's 15 now. He's developed those same allergies. And so when he said, I can't smell, I said, oh, okay, well, I figured your, uh, you know, your, um, your allergies are kicking in and, you know, you can still taste no harm. I, again, di- didn't think anything else of it. About two or three days later, my wife said, hey, you know what? You should really go get him tested. I said, okay, fine. So we go and we get him tested and we get him the, um, what we thought was the rapid test. We actually signed him up for the wrong test. So we gave him the, uh, you know, not, not the rap, we gave him the yellow. So then we, uh, we turn around, we figure that out and then we go back, sign him up again. Luckily there's a testing facility at a CVS very close to our, our home. We take him back, I don't know, 20 minutes later, half hour later, whatever it was, and we get him the rapid test, and he tests positive. Well, shit. So now we have to get everybody else in the, in the family tested, right? Because we are, we have, we're now list, living with somebody who has tested positive. Um, so in the, in the mid-time, in, before we found out that he was positive, I had dropped my, my middle son had, uh, had gone off to a baseball game with with an, uh, another family, so he was he was at a baseball tournament or a baseball game about 45 minutes away. As soon as I found out that he had tested pot, his older brother had tested positive, 
I called his baseball coach. I said, coach, you have to pull him off the field. Please do not let him play. His older brother just tested positive. I'm going to come get him. So I go and I get my test. Boom. Sure enough, I test positive. And my other two boys, uh, I'm sorry, my youngest boy tested positive as well. So I get in the car, spend 45 minutes or an hour to go pick up the, the older guy or the middle guy. Sorry, getting everybody mixed up. While I'm on the way, I call and I get a make an appointment up there, up where he was, to get him tested, to get him a rapid test. By the time we get home, 45 minutes later, we find out that he's positive one. So again, we've got all three boys positive, and myself, and and my wife is negative. Um, again, I told you that my oldest boy lost his sense of smell, which again was kind of the, the impetus for anybody getting tested at all. Uh, that was really about the only symptom that any of the boys had. The, my younger two boys never had a single symptom, no loss of smell, no cough, nothing. Um, and again, my older guy, he lost his, you know, he lost his smell for a couple days and he was tired for a couple days and, and that was about it. Um, I personally, I think of the, of the four of us, I had by far the, worst case of it. Um, and as a father, that's the way I would want it to be, right? I would much rather that I take this on um, than my kids. And and that being said, if it was any other year, I would have told you I was dealing with really, really bad allergies. Um, I never lost my, my sense of smell or taste, but I was very, very stuffed up, um, sneezing a lot, you know, going from runny nose to stuffy nose. Again, very typical allergy symptoms that I get every every year since I'm 10 years old. And again, if it were any other year, I, I would have told you I was dealing with a sinus infection brought on by allergies. Um, the ironic thing is, not, not ironic, it's probably the wrong word. I don't know that if he, did, my oldest boy, didn't test positive, I don't know that I ever would have gone to get tested. Um, and I'm saying I'm just being honest. Um, but that's, that is, I think part of why this particular virus has been, has caused what it has caused, this, this pandemic, right? Because some of the symptoms are either so mild that you don't think it's you, uh, or you don't think you have it. Um, and then there's also people that have it, like my youngest two boys, that, you know, who knows how long they had it, um, and who knows, you know, how many people they came in contact with um, and, and potentially passed it along. Uh, prior to getting tested and, and going into quarantine. So, um, you know, you know, of course, we we made so many phone calls and try to kind of went back and retraced our steps and said, OK, who did we talk to and who do we see? And and this, that and the other thing. And, and, and we, re we really did make a ton of phone calls. Um, and, you know, we, we went out of our way to to really notify anybody and everybody that we had potentially had any sort of con contact with. Um, luckily for the boys, it was, it was relatively small. Um, I had actually gone to work about two or three days prior to this. Um, luckily I was in contact with very few people in my office. I went, you know, again, I, I think I've, I've talked in previous episodes. Um, you know, when I go down to the office, I essentially go downtown and shut my office door and have the same zoom calls that I would if I was at home. So, um, you know, my contact was, 
was uh, was very small, very slight, with with a very few number of people. Um, again, I mentioned the the allergies and, and feeling stu- you know sick and stuffy and those kind of things. Um, the only other symptom that that I had was I was I had two or three days where I was just absolutely exhausted. I mean, like had to take a nap in the afternoon for two or three hours, exhausted. Which, which, if you know me, is very, very rare. I am a night owl. I stay up late. I get up early. Um, I, you know, I, I just, I just don't require a ton of sleep. And, but, but this was, like I said, three or four, two or three, three or four days where, I mean, come, come two or three o'clock, I just had to lay down for like a three-hour nap. Um, uh, you know, I realized that that we were very, very lucky. Um, I realized that there are other families and other people that, um, had much more severe cases. Obviously there've been, you know, so many millions of people that have gotten this virus and have died from this virus. And I, you know, I realized that we are lucky, but again, I, I just kind of wanted to jump on and, and talk about kind of our COVID experience, um, Again, my, so we went through our quarantine period. We uh, actually got my wife tested again at the end of her quarantine period. She tested negative again. Um, so again, I, I don't know if if um, if that means Pfizer works better than Johnson and Johnson. I don't know if she was just never, um, you know, never exposed to it. But I can't imagine, you know. I mean, li- living with all of us in the same home, I can't imagine she wasn't exposed to it. But again, I, I don't I just don't know how this how this virus works. And I guess that's I guess that's kind of part of the problem. We, they just don't know how it works. So, um, again, that's that's our story. Um, again, we, we are all fine. We're all back to normal. Um and, and I guess I'm, I'm what they call a, quote, breakthrough case. I was a, a case where I was fully vaccinated. Uh, it was about six weeks after I was vaccinated, and then I got the virus. So, um, you know, I'm not sure what that means. I don't know if I'm, like, superhuman now and can never get this shit ever again. Um, but I don't know. I, I hope everybody is staying well, staying healthy, staying safe. I hope uh, you're all kind of getting back to to normal and thank you for listening this is Chewy, this has been the 411 from 406 and I'll talk to you guys soon, have a good afternoon